Friends, we heard in our gospel reading today that Jesus appointed 72 other disciples and sent them out. Why 72? Why not 50, 80, or 100? Is there any significance to the number 72? Well, actually, there is. Scripture scholars tell us that the decision of Jesus to appoint 72 disciples to be collaborators in his mission is an action with deep biblical significance. If we recall the first reading from last Sunday, Moses appointed 70 elders when he was leading the people of Israel to the promised land. God has him then bring the 70 elders to the door of the tabernacle. This is the tent where the Ark of the Covenant was kept and where Moses used to meet with God. Taking some of the spirit that was on Moses, the Lord bestowed it on the 70 elders so that they could receive the spirit of Moses and become his assistants. However, there are two other men who are outside the camp, Eldad and Medad, and they also receive the spirit. So the number of elders anointed by the Lord to assist Moses is actually 72. So what message is Jesus giving when he sends out 72 disciples? First of all, in choosing the 72, Jesus is making the connection with Moses, demonstrating that the work he is doing is in continuity with the Old Testament. But Jesus is not just saying that he is the new Moses. He is saying something much more. Jesus is setting up a priestly hierarchy of appointed leaders underneath him not just to bring the good news to the 12 tribes of Israel, but to all the nations of the world. We also see in this passage the methodology of mediation by Jesus. He had chosen his 12 closest companions, the apostles, the forerunners of the bishops. He had already sent them out on their first missionary journey. Now that their training has advanced, he gathers another group of assistants and sends them out on a similar mission. The structure of the ministerial priesthood is already taking shape, and it is even now hierarchical. Jesus is at the top of the pyramid. His 12 apostles come next, and beneath them there is the, another rung of ministers. Each of these, in turn, would reach out to others and engage them in building the kingdom. The Lord came not only to announce the good news, but to set up the ecclesial structure that would ensure its ongoing announcement to the ends of the earth until the end of time. Friends, there's also an important lesson that Jesus teaches in his instructions on how to be a Christian apostle, and it is often overlooked. He tells his disciples how to react when they are rejected, when their efforts appear to bear no fruit, when they run into opposition, and when they seem to fail in their attempts to win people over to him. When that happens, they are simply to shake the dust from their feet 
and move on. Everyone remains free to accept or reject God's grace. The greatest danger for an apostle is discouragement. But discouragement comes from unfulfilled expectations. To avoid discouragement, therefore, Jesus points out what our expectations need to be. If we seek only to please the Lord, the Lord will indeed be pleased, even if no one else is. <laughs> 